All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Interesting week as usual and lots to share with you guys about it. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is a lifestyle site and it is a perfect way to start meeting people because there's a ton of different ways you can do it. You can share ideas and thoughts in the forums. You can jump in the communities for your local club and start meeting some locals that way. Or you can start sending messages and looking at individual bios to determine who makes sense for you. Whether you are brand new to the lifestyle or you are a vet, you are going to find what you're looking for at Cassidy.com. And the best part is listeners of our show can try it free for an entire month. All you have to do is head to FrontPorchSwingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, FrontPorchSwingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner for 30 days of all access to try out Cassidy for yourself. So I think we should preface this by saying that I'm I'm expecting that a lot of people are going to be wondering what happened at Podbash, and we are actually recording this ahead of time because we will be at Podbash. <laughs> yeah, we are. As we're recording this, we are one day away from you and I getting on a plane. We're getting there early. Uh, we're going Tuesday. So yeah, this is uh, pre-Podbash. I am so excited. So Tuesday, literally as soon as we land, plans at Secrets because it is my favorite night at Secrets on Tuesday. Tuesdays. It's Pride yes. Night and yes. they do drag shows and they have just a lot of different types of people on property. It doesn't feel like your normal swingers, couple for couple, heteronormative shit that we right. don't necessarily love. So I'm really excited for that. And then Wednesday, we're going to Epcot with some friends that just moved to the Orlando area. Yeah, very excited about that. That's going to be a blast. I think it'll be really interesting because we kind of been digitally flirting with them for a while now. Yes. And this will be the first time we've met them once once before, but we didn't get to spend a ton of time with them. No, they came here to Vegas. So we're basically going to spend a whole day with them before Pod Bash festivities kick off. And I'm really, really excited for that. I'm interested to see how it goes down because I get the sense that the husband and I are very similar in that we're awkward and not always the best at flirting. I mean, he's fun as fuck, but I get the sense that we're both a little awkward in these situations. Well, you definitely are. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I just want to hang out with them, go to the park fuck around because after that we have four days of naked fun i'm super fucking excited we're gonna be laying in the sun hanging out meeting all of our seeing our friends again meeting some amazing new people that we've only digitally communicated with it's going to be a good fucking time. I really just want everybody to have a blast. Well, it was really interesting because I was talking to one of the people going to Pod Bash, and they recalled that last year I only had one night of fun. I didn't play except for one experience. And they're like, well, what are you expecting to do this time? Have you already started, you know, setting up dates and that sort of thing? And honestly, I haven't. I am just going to go in and like organically enjoy the weekend and yeah. whatever comes of it. That's awesome. If nothing comes of it and I just get to lay out topless with cool people all weekend, I'm totally 
totally okay with that too. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's no expectations of any kind, certainly not on my part. I just want to hang out, have some fun, see some folks we haven't seen in forever, uh, literally last year, this time for Podbash last year. So, and then of course, meet all these new folks that we've got coming. Super fucking excited. As a matter of fact, as of this morning, I guess the last room was booked. Yeah, it's so. completely sold out. There are a ton of people coming just for day passes. Like a lot of our Florida friends are coming up for the day and then, you know, leaving. Yeah. So, I mean, the resort's going to be packed with cool fucking people. I'm yeah. so excited. It's going to be a good time. Cannot fucking wait. Yes. So this morning, I think, was interesting. Okay. Because, so we're, obviously we're getting ready to leave. We got, had to get up. We got, I haven't even packed yet. So let, let me just put that into perspective. We have a lot to do. Still you have, some have work a lot to do. to do. I'm in pretty good shape as far as packing yeah, for I'm once. Yeah, I'm straight fucked. I have just so much to do. <laughs> uh, so I have to send emails out with our menu for Denver. I've got a lot of shit to do. So... Then, of course, we went to the gym early this morning. You went with me. And we went to a gym that we don't normally go to because RJ was there. And you wanted to say goodbye to him before we got, you know, before we went out of town. Right. Now, he is also subsequently going out of town. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, He and I were talking a little bit. And he's he's headed out of town to see some family. So it works out well. But we went to the gym specifically so that you could see him. Yeah. So... (laughs) We're there, of course, and I'm th- now you you guys were kind of next to each other on a uh, on an elliptical machine. I was running on a treadmill in front of you guys at first, and I could hear you talking, obviously behind me, even like in between songs in my head on my headphones, and so I could tell that you guys were talking and hanging out. And so you mentioned that somebody was people were noticing something was odd between the three of us. Well, it was just one guy. So there was one guy. We were in the arms section of the gym. The gym is sectioned off by body, the body part. That yeah, for working, the most part. Right. Yeah. So we're in the arms section and there's this guy who is working out right next to us while he and I are together. And we are being very flirtatious, not inappropriate for a gym setting, but it's a lot of laughing, a lot of like giving each other googly eyes and just Yeah, being generally flirtatious. And then at one point, RJ walks off and starts working out in another area. And you came up to me and said you were leaving to go to yet another area of the gym. And you kissed me on the cheek and I kind of grabbed your arm. And as I turn around, this same guy that's been with RJ and I this entire time looks at me like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like he probably figured something subversive was happening and I wasn't aware of it and he wasn't aware of it. cheating on you right under your nose. Yeah, Yeah, you had like (laughs) two guys at the gym that you were seeing and were hoping that they didn't (laughs) run into each other kind of thing. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. But what is it? I mean, I'm just curious from your perspective. I didn't ask you earlier what it was like for all of us to be in a situation like that. Was it weird for you? No, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. I mean, I don't like going to the gym, period. So it was good motivation for me. And it was also, I think it was good for him to see me in that environment because I have a tendency to always want to make sure I'm dolled up to the nines, right? I have the hair done and the makeup done and the outfit and the jewelry and the shoes. And so I think it was kind of a big deal for me to go work out with someone that I'm romantically interested in and have them see me sweating all over myself. And I was surprised at how comfortable I was. So that says a lot for me. Well, yeah, we had, uh, so we had brunch yesterday with Jade and Susan. Yes. My single gal friends. And we were having a conversation with Susan at one point about just how comfortable you are with RJ and how it's kind of a little weird and scary for you at the same time. And so I was 
I'm, you know, obviously curious as to what that was going to feel like. I, I thought about it while we were headed to the gym together before we got there about how you were going to feel or behave once we were all in that setting. Now, the, the good news is this place is massive. The gym is huge. So it's not like we were on top of each other, but just the idea that you were kind of communicating with both he and I at the same time. Well, what's interesting about that is I realized I was turned on by it. What about I was it? well, because you at one point came up and like gave me a kiss on the cheek, and then RJ and I would go back to doing sets together, and he was like flirting with me and giving me these sexy glances, and I was like, oh, I have like the two hottest guys in the gym hating on me right now, and I love it. Even though you're my partner, I still feel like you hit on me. So I try. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. I just found it to be really fun. Yeah, I mean, I, it didn't really enter into my mind like anything odd I, it wasn't unusual it didn't feel weird or you know well that like alone that. says a lot i think yeah that was, you weren't uncomfortable with it yeah it didn't it really didn't it never entered my mind honestly that there would be any weirdness i was just curious as to how you were going to feel about it i just kind of went and don't do my thing and i don't pay attention so i didn't even see you guys together honestly because we were on opposite sides of this gigantic facility so i just I, I was curious as to what your mindset was like going into it and then once we were there and then i went over and said uh, goodbye to him while we were getting ready to leave just to let him know, hey, good seeing you, seeing a week, whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm going to walk out with you guys. And he walked us out so he could say goodbye to you. And while we were talking a little bit, I thought, let me let me break loose and give them a couple of minutes. And then I walked to the car, got you know, got in the car, was waiting for you. And I, it didn't, it was no weirdness at all for me. It didn't feel odd or forced or uncomfortable in any way. So, I mean, yeah, like the, you, there is something to be said for that, I think. Not for me. It was not weird at all. I was turned on. I loved seeing him. I was not in my head, which tells me that this is going in the right direction. Again, I'm not having any expectations of the situation, but I thought that that was a good kind of test today and I liked it. No, for sure. So I want to talk a little bit about brunch too, though, because that yeah. was unique. How many people go out with their partner and both of the women that they are regularly having sex with to the same brunch. Yeah, it was interesting. I was I enjoyed it because it was a really nice <laughs> dynamic and like synergy between the three of you because of course you have hung out with both Jade and Susan. But not together. In, no, independently. Right. So you obviously know them both really well. They had never met before. And it seemed like they got along really well. You guys have plans to go out all, you know, just the three of you guys together. And so I, it was really comfortable. At first, I wasn't sure because they are very different personalities and they're both amazing, sweet women. And I, but I, and I knew they would get along. But I wasn't sure just to, to what level and whether there would be some really back and forth kind of conversation and those things. And it was a blast. We had a great time. I knew they were going to get along because they're both women's women. And what I mean by that is like they are the type of women that support other women and build yeah. them up. They're not catty. No. They're not jealous. They're not weird in any way in, in that regard. Certainly not towards me. No. So I knew that they were going to like each other. Yeah, it was really very cool. I cannot tell you how funny it was. To, for me to be sitting there and thinking to myself, I wonder if anyone else around us is catching any of this right now. <laughs> like what's, because listen, no one is shy at that table, right? None of us were, we were not stifling ourselves necessarily. We weren't trying to be coy. We were just having an open, you know, organic conversation 
about relationships and what they're going through and the sex and, being and the lifestyle and, yeah. and dating and all of that. What was even more interesting to me though is Jade had to leave to go to a hair appointment and yeah. you and I sat down just with Susan and we right. went to a place that we go to literally all the time. All they the time. know us by first name. Yeah. They give us a friends and family discount. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's kind of embarrassing how much we're there when you think about it. <laughs> it's a little too but much. I think. <laughs> we should probably back off. Yeah, we but, walk in, it's like cheers, like Brian, Brenna. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, God. We gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> Part of me is flattered and the other part is incredibly embarrassed yeah. but anyway as we're sitting there you at one point leaned over and kissed susan there was another point where she had her hand on your arm now, now to be fair i i said something smart ass and oh, i was shocker and i i just kissed her on the cheek just kind of being playful so i don't know yeah, I don't know how much of that was really caught. How many men kiss another woman on the cheek, especially when their partner is sitting right there? It seemed to the outside world, I would think people would think it's weird. Well, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, I at one point did wonder. I wonder if anyone that works here that sees us all the time is picking up on this. And if so, what are their thoughts? Well, what, I don't know whether you caught it or not, but one of the the employees, uh, the manager, she's a good friend. We genuinely like her. She's awesome. They take really good care of us. She was also bartending. And there was another guy bartending with her. He never approached us. No. And he ordinarily does. Yep. And he kind of stood a little further back. And he was very focused on us. <laughs> well, now, first of all, we're also not loud, but we're not, again, we're sitting at a bar and there's sports going on and it's an indoor outdoor place and the, and the game was on. And so, you know, we're just talking at a normal kind of level, but he really did go out of his way. It seemed like not to come over to us because I think he was a little confused because <laughs> I did kiss her on the cheek, but I also kissed you too. Yeah. But she was also putting her hand on your yes. arm at one point. Yes. I mean, it was very clear that there was some flirtation there. There was something obviously right it wasn't just like you know somebody's sister sitting next to him this was <laughs> something happening and I, I don't think he really knew what to make of it i'm not sure that our friend who we normally see there knew what to make of it yeah well you i don't know? really give a fuck so. no i don't care I as just long as susan funny. doesn't care i don't care and she clearly did not she yeah. was she's very comfortable in her own skin which is really something i love about the both of them they are very much who they are and so there are no airs it, there's no bullshit no drama no phoniness it's just you know they just are who they are. Yeah, I love I appreciate. that. It was great. We had a really good time. That was a first for sure. Two first. I mean, yeah. I really do think as I'm reflecting back on today and yesterday, it's like it's starting to make me feel as if we're getting comfortable or more comfortable with some. I don't want to call it polyamory because like what you and Susan have currently, I wouldn't call romantic. Right. Not that it couldn't be in the future. But as of right now, that's not really your dynamic. Well, that was an interesting conversation we had with her as well, I thought. Okay. You know, Do you want to talk about that? Well, yeah, because you brought it up to her. So uh, to back up a little bit, I wanted to make clear to her the last time I saw her because you and I had had a conversation about not so much direct polyamory or, or getting into a polyamorous relationship, but really the, the idea that I wasn't, I didn't want to seem dismissive of it toward either she or Jade. And I did talk to both of them about it. So individually, obviously, when I saw them. I, and I wanted to make it clear that it wasn't like I didn't think they were the types of gals that I would be interested in entering into a relationship with. I just didn't 
really just wasn't something that was necessarily forefront for me. And I, I just didn't want them to think I was blowing that concept off. Like it wasn't possible. Well, the, uh, the thing I wanted to get across yesterday, and I think that's where you were going with this, is I said to Susan, you know, I want to get to the point that even if it's not a romantic thing, even if you and Susan just want to have a sleepover one night because she wants you to sleep with her or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Like if you guys both decided you want that, I want you to be able to do that. And I don't want to feel as if I'm holding anyone back from getting what they want or need out of these dynamics. But at the same time, the idea right now of you sleeping at Susan's house away from me makes me feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah, it's weird. Oddly enough, when I think of you potentially staying at RJ's house or you're seeing another friend now as well, and, and that was a conversation that came up with him about you and he staying at you know the night together at one point. I'm not as weird about it. Now that's that's largely because first of all, I I genuinely trust RJ certainly, you know, both of these guys. I feel really good about them, so I have no safety or security concerns when it comes to them, right? For a lot of reasons. You you understand what those are. So, for me, I'm I'm totally okay with that and and it wouldn't really be that much of a weight on me. I would be more concerned again about your safety, but I, I'm not so much with these fellas. So I'm sorry. I'm calling a little bit of bullshit. You're anxious when I'm away from you, just like I'm anxious when you're away from me. And even though you play it a lot cooler than I do, you can't act as if you don't have some skin in the game when it comes to that. No, it's not, not that I don't, but it really, my anxiety really comes from you being safe and being okay. And with that aspect of my anxiety being removed, it's a lot less of an issue for me. You know what I mean? It's not, I wouldn't be all worked up over it with these two particular guys, RJ particularly. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, and I want to work to that point, and here's the thing. I don't fucking know how to do that. I don't know how to work towards it. I mean, I think we talked maybe a couple episodes ago now about being apart for 12 hours. Yeah. I mean, those types of things probably need to happen more often. Right. So maybe that's the answer. I don't fucking know, but this is completely uncharted territory for, for both of us, really. And I have to wrap my head around that being okay. Like, I am such a person that I want things to feel comfortable to me I want to feel like I'm in my comfort zone and when I'm forced out of my comfort zone I kind of freak out and I don't like that about myself but I want to change that well I do think the good news is that we are all in the same city so should you decide to spend the night with one of the guys or I do it would be RJ for sure at right. this point but, it, but we were, we're not far enough away that it's a big deal yeah you that's know true. we're not going out of town we're not out of state it's nothing like that so to answer your question, I think the only way to really figure it out or to know if it's going to be something that we can live with is it's just going to have to happen. At yeah, some I point, know. it just has to happen. Yeah, but how shitty would it be if you're like, yeah, we're going to test this out. And then you go stay with Susan one night or Jade one night and I have a freak out. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, that's one of those things that we know is possible, right? And, and so do they. And I'm sure so does RJ. That while if you decided to spend the night there... At some point in the middle of the night, you could go, oh, shit, this is not good. I got to get out of here. I got to go home. Yeah. You know, everyone has to just understand that because it's a first, it's a first for us. Yeah. You know, certainly. So, well, and yeah. luckily these are friends. So I well, feel like they it. would be understanding of that. Well, and that was the best part, I think, of the conversation yesterday. Both we had the conversation with Susan and Jade uh, while we were sitting at brunch. But then again, you and I with Susan when we were together with her, because these are single gals and they genuinely want to be in very healthy, solid 
for the most part, ethically non-monogamous relationships. These girls, I don't think either of them are ever really going to be looking to that monogamous space again, for the most part. And of course, that could change. But at the moment, that's not what they're what they're looking for. But uh, we did say to them, I said it to them a number of times now, and then again, we reiterated it yesterday. Should they ever get to a point where they're seeing someone and they need to take a step back from you know hanging out with me because they want to get that relationship aligned and then kind of go forward from there. We're all friends. It just doesn't matter. It's not that big a deal. I just enjoy their company. We like hanging out with them. So no no harm, no foul. Yeah. Well, okay. I want to get to single guy tip of the week. Okay. Because I have one that I feel like should be obvious, but it's not fucking obvious, okay? And this is what I will say about it. Men that have to talk themselves up or have to call themselves something that they deem sexy in order to get women interested are not the dudes you want to be fucking. No. Okay? Like, for example, just saw TikTok today here in Las Vegas. Some guy has plastered across his fucking back truck window panty droppa that is <laughs> in big white letters i'm like what the fuck you know that that man has never dropped a panty in his entire fucking life the only panty he dropped was out of the hamper when he was doing his mother's laundry that is it. <laughs> living in her basement still not a fucking chance that is so insane to me you sent that thing to me i thought oh, what <laughs> in the fuck this has to be a joke like you can't be an adult person driving around a a metropolitan city with this in your fucking window. Yeah, where does he work? That they're uh, just like, oh, that's totally okay that you pull up into our parking lot with panty droppa on uh, the back window. I can't even, I, really, I don't know, I don't have words for that. But yeah. e- like far less insane things have happened personally to me. I just, a couple of days ago on our BDSM site, had a gentleman, <laughs> I say gentleman very loosely. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a relative term. <laughs> reach out to me and his initial message is, you know, oh, I really really like your pictures, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, I am amazing in bed. And I know for a fact, I'm going to have your legs shaking all night long. You know what that means? That means you don't know shit. And if I did have sex with you, it would be fucking terrible. I would bet a million dollars on that being the fact because every man that I've been with that and it's very few, but guys that like to talk themselves up, they do so because they are insecure about something. Well, they have to talk themselves up because no one else is doing it for them. So and because they don't have any. You know, it's not like there's a, a, a resume they're going to be able to provide for you. They've got to kind of build it up themselves, right? They're going to sell themselves to you as if that's some kind of fucking selling point. Yeah. Intelligent men don't need to do that, though. Here's another Confidence, example. Confident people don't do that either. So here's another example. A gentleman reached out on Cassidy. He's like, hey, I'd love to hang out with you sometime. I'm coming into town, blah, blah, blah. By the way, I have a giant 11-inch cock that I really think you're going to be pleased with. Right. He then sends me a backstage pass, which is like the private photos that you get to decide whom they go to. And the first picture is one of his hands wrapped around his cock. And I told you this morning, it is either half of the size that he says it is, or he has the most gigantic baseball glove hands i have ever seen in my life well and the truth is either is just fine but maybe don't fucking 
tout that? Like, what do you? Why do you even need to say it? Honestly, the I'm best... eventually going to see it if we decide we're going to have sex. So, like, why do you? Why lie about it? Well, not even. Well, why talk about it at all? Just send the fucking picture, and you can make a determination for yourself. And that's my point to the single guy tip of the week: confident men who are secure in their abilities, in their cock sizes, in whatever, anything about them, they don't tell you how great they are. They allow you to determine that for yourself, whether it's through solid bios, great photos. Or when you finally meet them, obviously you get to determine what you think of them. So talking yourself up, men have this weird fucking ego thing. Women hardly ever do that. Women hardly ever brag about themselves like that. Oh, I got giant tits. You're going to love them. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very rarely do you hear that. Or <laughs> like, never, oh my God, I have I've the never best. Heard that. I have the best cock sucking skills ever. Your legs are going to be shaking all night long. Yeah, women don't say shit like that. And it's because men have this weird ego thing that they feel that they need to boast themselves pump their chests out and i don't know i mean i'm sure it's biological there's a biological explanation for it but just know women don't fucking like it yeah i'm i'm a real fan of the silent confidence like we don't need to brag you know if you brag about something chances are you're insecure about it that's just the way it goes a thousand percent it's just it really is no more complicated than that it's the same reason i will never play with a guy that reaches out to me i see his social media and it's like nothing but him touting how much money he has the most expensive car oh look at this new watch i got listen that means you have no personality you're probably fucking terrible in the sack and the only thing you deem valuable about yourself is how much money you make Well, it's that. And of course, you have nothing else to hang your hat on because you've accomplished nothing other than that. You haven't really formed any kind of an internal mechanism that makes people want to be around you or, you know, any of those things. So that, yeah, listen, it's a, I I really think that that it is a defense mechanism. It really does protect you. It's like this shell a lot of times that that people will put over themselves. Yeah. But what you don't understand guys that do that is we see right through the shell. The shell is clear. I I honestly think that in many cases, they even know themselves that it's transparent. They just don't know how else to express themselves. That could be. And I mean, I, I, empathize with that to some degree for sure there's a that's a real unfortunate situation to find yourself in you know maybe a situation where you've never been you know you've never been built up before no one's ever boosted your confidence no one has ever told you've done a solid job at anything it could be any number of things but i'm convinced that most people that behave that way know they're behaving poorly it is really just all they know yeah, that's you know. unfortunate, but either way, I'm not fucking those guys. So yeah. I want to fuck guys who are quietly confident, who are understanding of the fact that you can tell me until you're blue in the face how fantastic you are in the sack. I want to determine for myself. And honestly, I know enough about men and about dealing with men in sexual situations. I know how you're going to be in bed before I ever get naked. Yeah. By the way you look at me, by the way that you speak with me, the respect you show me, kissing, all of those things. You don't need to tell me. I am an intelligent enough woman to determine for myself whether you are going to be good in bed or not. So just come and be yourself. Yeah. And why not just let people determine for themselves whether you're right for them? Exactly. I mean, you can showcase and highlight some of your positives, but uh, yeah, don't, don't get crazy with it. 
So I want to talk about a gentleman today who has what I would say is very quiet confidence. Oh, for sure. And (laughs) he did not need to talk up any of his skills. I was pretty sure this was going to be fucking explosive just from a lot of things leading up to it. And let me tell you, it fucking was. So we're going to be sharing all of the details of hashtag podcasters gone wild very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. There are some very big swinger holidays coming up, right? The big one coming to mind right now, Halloween. And then soon after that, you have New Year's Eve. And for a lot of us, that means you're going to some big and amazing events. But you need to make sure that your swingers bag is stocked up and ready to go. Don't show up without the condoms, lubes, and other products that you need to make the night as pleasurable and safe as possible. And Promescent has all of that for you. It is truly your one-stop shop for bedroom wellness products. Some of my absolute favorite lubes can be found at permescent.com. The hybrid lube one comes to mind because it never gets sticky or gloppy and it never leaves me feeling all itchy or gross down there. I have very sensitive skin, so I have to be really concerned about things like that. Same thing with condoms. Not all condoms are created equal. And I really like solid quality ingredients in the condoms that I'm using because I have to be careful of that sensitivity. And Permescent has that for me. I also love their massage oils, things like their warming and buzzing gels for us ladies to increase our pleasure. And of course, Permescent's flagship product, their delay spray to help you extend your sexy bedroom playtime. Make sure you get stocked up on all of your swinger bag essentials this season by heading to Promescent.com. That's Promescent P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. I know, and I'm sure most of you know too, that if you have a stressful and chaotic day, it can be really difficult to shift gears and get into a sexy mindset. There are some days when I work so much, there's so much going on, by the end of it, it feels impossible to really get in the mood. But Dipsy has definitely helped me with that. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy audio stories designed to turn you on, and I have really unlocked some new interests in kinks thanks to Dipsy as well. Or, you know, explored my old kinks as well, my old fantasies, like that old professor fantasy. Damn, that gets me every time. And I love that Dipsy has stories that are geared towards me. So no matter what turns you on, you're going to find something that really speaks to you there. And listeners of our show can try it free for an entire month. Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash F-P-S, dipsystories.com slash F-P-S. Have you heard of microdosing? I'll be honest with you, I hadn't up until a few months ago, and I was not a big fan of the idea of using THC, but I'm really thankful that I found our next partner, which is Lumi Labs and their microdose gummies. Microdosing has helped me in a ton of different ways, whether it's recovering after a workout or helping me wind down and get ready for bed and sleep better through the night. Lumi Labs has helped with all of that. The microdose gummies are amazing. They're very small entry-level amounts of THC that just have so many different health benefits. For Brian, it's also helped a lot with inflammation. He's doing a lot of running right now. His knees are sometimes hurting him. And microdose gummies help with that as well. 
Microdose is available nationwide, but if you'd like to learn more about microdosing THC, you can go to microdose.com and use the code FPS to get free shipping and 30% off of your first order. Links can be found in the show description today, but again, that's microdose.com. Use code FPS for 30% off your first order and free shipping. Hey, Houston, we're coming for you because we are going to be joining two of the nation's number one producers of lifestyle events at Escapades Splash Takeover Weekend in November. We are so excited to be hosting social gatherings at this event and invite you guys to join us next month in Texas. This hotel has multiple suites with full wet bars, living rooms, and so much more. And right now, you can save $100 off a package when you use our code, which you can find at member members.frontporchswingers.com. All you have to do is go there, go to our upcoming events, and click on the Couples Escape page, and you're going to get that $100 off to come have fun with us. Yeah, we are going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Some amazing people. We've already have some friends that are signed up and excited to go, just eager to get to Houston and have a blast with all of you. Yes, we're also going to be putting a link in the show notes for you guys, making it easier than ever to find info to join us in Houston next month. I am so ridiculously excited for this retelling today, A, because it was a really fun time and I'm excited to kind of relive it myself, but I also think that most of the details of what happened, like literally 90% of this was so ridiculously fucking hot. Well, I, you were together for several hours. Yes, we and were. you came down from the room, you were at a hotel, obviously, uh, downtown with our friend, filming and i kind of did my own thing i had some shit to do some errands to run i came to get you and you looked like you had been in an accident i don't give a fuck it was worth every second of it so let me explain how this whole thing went down we have met and i have spent quite a bit of time hanging out with doc chocolate yeah. who is the host of the bulls and queens podcast and he is also a fellow only fans creator and you know, we've had a lot of fun just getting to know each other. I think he's a cool ass dude. I wasn't necessarily sure we were ever going to create together. A, because I didn't know if he was attracted to me, but B, because it's, it is interesting when it's another podcaster. I don't know. It feels like it adds more pressure to it somehow. And I wanted to ask your opinion on that because you are the only one out of the two of us prior to this that have fucked another podcaster. Well, first of all, I mean, Doc is a friend. He's become a friend now. He and his amazing partner, she's lovely. They've been to a, a number of our events. We've seen them at parties. I mean, they're just really good people. Like I said, he just texted me the other morning just saying hello, good morning, hope you guys have a great day kind of thing. Just a super guy. So... I was super comfortable with the idea that you might do some content creation with him. Also, I knew instinctively that at some point, if it wasn't a content creator type situation, at minimum, you guys would be playing. I mean, I, I just knew that from the the interactions <laughs> that the two you? of you were having. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Because we were flirty with each other? Because I don't feel like we really were that flirty. Yeah, you were. Well, he definitely was interested. I knew that. There was no reason why you wouldn't have been. So I just I, I was very I was fairly confident that this was going to happen. Well, I wasn't confident until they came to one of our events. They came to one of our real hot wives of Las Vegas parties. And I was sitting and talking with him at one point. And I honestly don't even know how we got to this point. But all I remember is him saying something about being a good kisser and me saying, oh, we should test out if I'm a good kisser. And he was like, perfect. And we just start making out with each other on the 
the couch on the dance floor at the club. Yeah, I was sitting all the way on the other side of the room talking to some friends, and it just got my attention. I was like, oh, so that's that's happening. Okay, <laughs> I knew I knew that would be the case at some point. <laughs> well, to your question, yeah, I absolutely gave zero thought to the idea that the person that I was playing with was a podcast person. It, it just didn't enter my mind. I did not care. Uh, it, it really made no difference to me. Well, that's lovely for you. It also kind of happened in the moment for you. Yes. My whole thing was like, I kind of felt like I was on the other end of it because people all the time, I ask like, hey, can I talk about you on the podcast? And they're like, well, as long as you only say nice things or like, well, don't, yeah. don't make me sound like a total asshole or things like that. And I kind of was like, okay, if Doc talks about this on his podcast, what is he going to say? Am I going to have my feelings hurt? Does he have completely right. different perspective on how this whole thing went? I don't think so but of course my neurotic brain immediately goes to that place well yeah that wasn't a conversation between myself and of course we're referring to madison from the friends with a twist uh podcast that conversation didn't take place until after we had already left the resort and the you know the event was over and it was like hey if we talk about this you know how do you guys feel about it what's your take on it and, you know, had she not been amenable and, and excited about talking about it herself, then we wouldn't have, obviously, right? Right, right. So w that's with anybody. But I, I wasn't overly concerned at the idea that it was just someone else that had a podcast. It was odd hearing about it from someone else's perspective, obviously. <laughs> I thought it was so hot. <laughs> it was great. But, I, you know, it's not something that we're accustomed to, certainly. So it was a little, in it was interesting. I'll say that, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, that's, that's wild. I, you know, just like it, it could, she could have been talking about anybody it just happened to be me, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah, from that perspective, I thought it was fun, but it never really occurred to me, uh, like you said, in the moment, it was so organic and just so unexpected. I, I didn't even care. I mean, she's so hot. Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, Doc is also super fucking hot, but I was nervous about that. So I felt like I had to bring my A game. I'm going to say that leading up to this. Okay. Well, I've said, you've heard me say this before. When I was the first solo male that had been interjected into their play style, that was a very serious thing for me. Well, you talk about that all the time. Every yeah. time you're the first. So yeah, I was in that position this time. Yeah. It was my turn. Honestly, most of the time, I'm pretty confident in my sexual prowess. I know I can suck a cock. I know I can take a dig. I know, we know. I, know I can ride cock. Like, I'm pretty pretty set. I don't feel super neurotic about my sexual skills until a situation like this happens. And leading up to it, in my brain, I'm like, I don't want him to think I'm a total fucking dud in the sack and I right. I certainly don't want him to say that on his podcast so anyway I will also say Doc is such a fucking gentleman yeah he really is we had talked about where we were going to do this how we were going to set this whole thing up and obviously we wanted to create something because my, in my mind it was like how much fun would it be because I know a lot of our listeners listen to both shows because his podcast is a hot wife podcast exactly so I knew that we were going to have a lot of crossover and listenership and I was like wouldn't it be fun if I talked about it from my perspective you talked about it from your perspective and then we put it up on OnlyFans so anyone curious and actually viewing the experience could do so as well. It's almost like you're getting it from three different angles. Right. And so that was the whole premise of this thing. And so we were trying to decipher where we were going to actually do the videoing. And he was like, well, let me get a room. I will pay for the room and you come and join me. And I offered to split it with him. And he was like, absolutely not. Let me do this. I thought that was so fucking nice. We show, I show up. He gets there right after I do. I'm carrying a fucking 
three-pronged ring light all the way through the casino and the hotel, which I'm sure was not super sneaky. Everyone was probably like, oh, there's lots of porn going down in that Yeah, room. somebody's filming some, some kinky shit that's going down. <laughs> so anyway, there's this little bar grill area inside of the hotel, and we met there first, and we had a drink, and we just talked, and I realized it was pretty much the first time I've ever just been alone with him and talking to him. and. Yeah. He is so fucking charming. He is hilarious. He has the best smile. He is so kind. I mean, just one of the most genuinely thoughtful people I've met in a really long time. Yeah, he's always upbeat. He's always smiling, You know, always in a good mood, always something positive to say. He's just a solid guy. Yeah, he is. He's wonderful. I just had a great time talking with him, getting to know him better. There was definitely some flirtation going on. And what I loved was... I, I think this should have been single guy tip of the week. If you are not sure what the chemistry is like, put your ar- hand just lightly on someone. Not like weird, creepy, or anything like that, but just kind of rest it there for a second. See their reaction. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, pulling away or jerking away. It's like, clearly there's a there's a misstep here. This is not going to work. Well, and for me, it turned me the fuck on because, again, it wasn't creepy. It was just like kind of initiating a little bit of contact, like very kind of friendly contact. Right. But I was turned on by it because it felt confident. And I was like, fuck, I'm getting excited now for this. And then we really kind of got flirtatious. And of course, he's giving me confidence compliments we all know i'm a total fucking compliment whore so i loved that he's telling me i'm cute and that he can't wait to get me upstairs and that i have a nice ass and all of that great stuff yeah everything that we know works wonders on you a thousand percent i'm very easy that way yes so anyway we go up to the room together and again we're just laughing and flirting all the way up there and we get up to the room we kind of start setting it up we have two cameras positioned and (laughs) We, you know, we get through all the the mumbo jumbo that you need to when you're filming something for something like OnlyFans. And then it's so funny because I go into the bathroom, I change into my wine colored lingerie that drapes in right on my tits, which you love. Yeah, I love that. One of your favorite of my pieces. And then I also just got these sparkly little garters that look almost like garters. Yeah. Yeah. But it's one big piece. So it goes around each leg and then it also like goes around your midsection. Right. And it's just so cute and dainty and sparkly. And I felt fucking sexy in it. Yeah, it's very it's funny that you had that on because that's almost identical to what Susan was wearing the last time I saw her. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, almost almost the exact same piece. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Slutty minds think alike. That's for sure. So anyway, I come out and we turn on the cameras and it was very interesting how (laughs) I think it was quite a bit of a lead up for both of us because again we've been sitting downstairs talking for all this time flirting so by the time we are we have the logistics out of the way it is fucking on we just start making out with each other he has amazing lips and we're running our hands all over each other and pretty quickly clothes start coming off I undo his pants I think he told me to take his pants off which I found very sexy and confident and I don't see him as like an overly aggressive person but what was really interesting this will be kind of a theme through this retelling is there was almost like this power shift constantly going on like one minute he was very much taking the reins the next minute i was and we went back and forth really seamlessly like a dance it wasn't like a negotiation that was happening or like us saying okay now it's your turn nothing like that it was just completely organic 
power shifting back and forth for like 45 minutes. It was a blast. Well, it's say, it seems like there's like a combination of things happening, right? Like there's definitely attraction. So that's just that, you know, just normal. So the, the normal kind of feelings are taking place. And then, of course, there are also cameras that are rolling and so there's a portion of it that that's somewhat theatrical but at the same time you've got this no, natural intensity so. you know i don't think it was theatrical i don't think this was at all an act i mean there were a couple of times when he kind of like stopped action right. and like said something to the camera which i thought was fucking hilarious yeah but for the most part when we're actually in the acts itself i wasn't thinking about the cameras rolling i was just focused on how fucking hot this dude was well that's the whole thing right it goes from kind of this mechanical mechanical dance that's taking place because it kind of sort of has to be to some degree but then you just lose the focus on that and it goes right to this carnal fucking heat yeah so anyway i'm taking his pants off he has these very sexy like boxer briefs on we take those off he takes his shirt off he has a great body takes great care of himself i immediately get down on my knees and start just devouring his cock shocking no one and it was really hot because i was watching part of the footage back this morning and there was one moment for for a little bit he's really just letting me kind of dictate pace and you know obviously i'm kind of deep throating a little bit and every time i really deep throat he's making these great noises and then he takes one of his hands and puts it on the back of my head and it's almost like he's face fucking me it's not super aggressive but it's just this very deliberate like hey this is gonna be mine for a sec i'm just gonna use that mouth for a second yeah don't mind if i borrow this yeah no i don't mind you can do it so that happened and then i stopped and I asked him if he liked his balls being licked and play with, and he's like, absolutely. So I start stroking his cock and sucking on his balls at the same time, which is one of your favorite moves. For sure. And he was making all of these amazing noises. He's telling me how good I am at that. And of course, that's motivating me. And then I go back to sucking his cock. I mean, the cock sucking went on for a while, which I kind of loved. And then there was this very hot moment where he was like, okay, it's your turn to get on the bed. So I go like I'm going to climb onto the bed and he stops me and he's looking at my ass and he starts like spanking my ass and like massaging it, kind of like pulling my cheeks apart. That's when he realizes I have a hot pink plug-in. Oh, that's right. I forgot you wore the plug. Yes, I wore it all the way until I got to him and then obviously into our play session and he was like, oh my god, that's a plug. And I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> He's like, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgotten you had that in. I'm like, I'm glad you think so because I wore it just for you in this occasion. So I then get up on the bed. I'm on my back. Doc starts going down on me. Holy fucking hell, this man can do some oral stuff, let me tell you. It was fantastic. He is doing lots of, like, tongue, tongue flicking and then some suction, and I am just moaning like crazy. And, of course, the plug is also in, so it was really, really intense. I need to wear a plug more often. I kind of forgot the beauty of having one in. Yeah, you still wear them fairly regularly. Because what happens is, like, especially as I'm getting ready to have an orgasm and things kind of start to tense up it becomes even more intense and like i just feel everything more i don't sure. really know how to describe it but as it's squeezing down i'm like oh yeah i have a plug in my ass and i'm just now gonna get ready to orgasm it's fucking hot yeah you like i said you used to 
pretty routinely wear them if we were going out or if like you had a sundress on or, you know, just whatever, just being fun. So, yeah, I think you need to get back in the habit of that. I think so, too. Well, you and I haven't even had anal sex no, it's in been a so while. long. So, I mean, that's usually why I would wear a plug right. is to like prep for anal. Right. But most of my play partners are way too fucking big to have anal sex with. And you and I have kind of shifted into other interests and things we want to explore. So I've just gotten away from it. Right. But yeah, I think so too. I think I need to do it more often. For sure. So anyway, he goes back to licking me. He made me come a couple of times licking me. And then he's like, I want to fuck you. And I was like, I really want you to fuck me. And there was this very interesting moment. He kind of pulls away from me. And I realized how intense one of my orgasms had been because I was like seeing stars for a second there. Like I lose a little chunk of time. In fact, I almost completely forgot as we were talking about this that the next thing that happened is he's like, you need to ride my face. And I was like, wow, interesting. Because we had talked about that leading up to it too. He had sent a message saying like, oh, I really want you to ride my face. I was like, you do realize how big my ass is, right? Like I could smother you. Yeah, you're, and that's <laughs> not, you're not super comfortable usually in those positions. It's not even about comfort for me. Honestly, what it is, is I don't find it that hot that often. Right. I just like, I'm not turned on by that. I wouldn't want someone to ride my face. So I guess okay. that's part of it. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's super erotic. But when we're actually in the moment and the, seeing the look on his face and he's like smiling at me and he's like, you need to ride my face. I was like, OK, I can get behind this. This is hot. Well, to me, there's something super hot about it. In fact, we didn't talk about it yet. But spoiler alert, last time I was with Susan, she absolutely rode my face. But and why it is it hot for hot. a guy? I just enjoy it. It's for me, I'm able to really benefit. Well, I'm able to allow my partner to benefit from oral really succinctly from there because it's, I mean, there's no place else to go. I it's guess. very direct. Yeah. And every, you feel for me, I, I feel everything that she's doing. Like every, every wriggle, every, every movement, every inch, all of it. You can feel it all. It's just this like, it's like an intense kind of vibration that you can't replicate really any other way. Okay, well, that makes sense. And again, not really my thing. And honestly, there have been a lot of guys who are like, you want to ride my face? I'm like, no, nah, I really don't. I have to really be into it. I have yeah. to be into the person. Well, I have to be in the mood for it. Like the eroticism has to be built up. If so, Here's the other thing. If it's the first thing you want me to do when we get into the yeah. bedroom, not going to happen. I have to be like revved up. Well, yeah, that's again, it's timing and it's position, right? So like when I was with Susan, she was sucking my cock, if, I'm, if I remember correctly. And then she kind of moved up and we were making out a little bit and so she's already in a really good place for me to make that happen so really it's just kind of putting my arms and my hands underneath her and grabbing her by both sides of her ass and moving her up closer to me it's, that's like an organic situation but to be in a weird position and go hey come over here and sit on my face that gets a little odd well it wasn't in this situation i was fucking turned on so i planted my ass right on his fucking face and i was riding it for just a moment and then i was like well i have to suck his cock he's rock hard which is so hot to me i lean down to start sucking his cock at the same time that his face is buried in my pussy and in my ass and i haven't even watched that part of the video yet i can't fucking wait to see it because i'm sure it was hot i mean we are i'm touching all over him i'm rubbing on his legs i'm stroking his cock i'm sucking on his cock i'm deep throating it he's sticking his tongue in my pussy then he's swirling it around my clit i mean there was a lot going on in that moment this was not a chill situation 69. This was hectic and hot. Well, those are the best kinds, really. <laughs> For sure. 
<laughs> so that went on for a little while. And then I was like, you need to fuck me. And this is really interesting because I laid on my back. And that was I also I just realized how intense these orgasms were and how much they were building on each other. Because I don't know, things got kind of cloudy from there. I kind of had to go back and watch the video to know that he was fucking me on top. And then there was a one point, and I sort of remember this, where he had both of my ankles in his hand. And he has me on my side. So one hand is gripping my ankles, pushing me to the side. The other one is grabbing my ass while he's just burying himself inside of me. Of course, it feels fucking amazing. And that's also when I realize how wet I am. It's like getting squishy. I love that noise. I'm sure some people don't, but I fucking love that noise. That like wet slapping noise. Yeah, some people get get in their heads about it. But fuck, when you're in that kind of, if that's happening, things are really going well. So Listen, who gives a shit? If you're a dude who is turned off by making a woman wet, we have problems. Yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> at least a straight man. <laughs> yeah, you're not coming over. You're not welcome. You're not invited. No, you, we can't be friends. So anyway, that lasts for quite a bit. And then this is where things really get interesting because he's like, I want to fuck you from behind. I'm like, a fucking course. So I put a pillow under my hips. He gets behind me. He enters me. He gets kind of aggressive in that moment. He's spanking my ass. He's kind of gripping my ass at one point like digging his fingers in we start kind of dirty talking with each other and things must have gotten really really intense because at one point we stopped and the bed has literally moved like three feet off of the platform half of the bed is basically not on the platform anymore we fucked the bed off of the platform yeah that's super fucking hot when that kind of shit happens you know things are firing on all cylinders well because it makes you realize i didn't i didn't know until we stopped that it happened so when sex is that good and that intense that you just lose everything around you that's the best kind of sex yeah you have no idea what kind of fucking damage you're doing to the room (laughs) you don't care cares we'll deal with that that's a later problem (laughs) yeah that's that's a problem for housekeeping that's not my thing <laughs> so we push the bed back up onto it and again we're laughing the whole time i'm giggling he keeps telling me telling me how cute my giggle is which i fucking love because you know again attention whore in that way yes and so then i want to ride his cock so he lays down i get on top of him and i again want to bring my a game here I brought my fucking A game. I mean, I was riding him, kind of doing the booty bounce at first. Then I leaned back and was like grinding up against his cock and like exposing myself. I pulled my tits out. Then I was leaning back in and he kind of whispers to me at one point. He's like, you should choke me. I was like, okay. Again, back to this like power dynamic and the shifts going on. So fucking hot a masculine man who can take control but is also confident in himself enough to ask a woman to choke him in bed fucking hot that's a big deal it was so hot so i'm squeezing down at one point i'm like too hard he's like no so i squeeze down a little bit harder and the second that i put just that little bit of extra pressure on his neck he starts beaming up at me like it was clear he was fucking turned on by that that's an interesting dynamic it was so interesting and i was so turned on by it i want to choke him all the i want to choke every guy I'm with now. <laughs> can i please choke you <laughs> how do you feel about me choking you? yeah i don't feel like that'll go over well with some people i don't no, think rj wants to be probably not so much 
<laughs> I don't either, for that matter. It was fucking hot. I loved it. So I rode his cock for a little while. Then there's one point where he kind of sits up as I'm still on his cock. And I'm basically like pushing myself into him. So in other words, it's almost like I'm sitting on his lap. Right. If that makes sense. His yeah. legs are straight out. My legs are out behind him. And I'm just like rocking into him. And he's like grabbing my ass and pushing me further into his cock. And this went on for a while. And it was intense. And we were going hard. I'm sweating. He's sweating. Neither of us give a fuck. And then all of a sudden, we are literally off the bed again. We had once again fucked so hard. I'm literally teetering off of the side of the bed. He's having to hold me up. And I finally am like, okay, I give. And I plant one of my feet on the ground almost and kind of like swing myself around so I can get off the bed so that we can then push the bed back onto the platform. Yeah. Like I said, when that kind of shit is happening, it's going really fucking well, which lends itself to why you were together for so long. A long fucking time. So then there was another period where he was laying on his back on the bed and I'm sucking his cock from the side so that he has access to my pussy and he's reaching around and playing with my pussy while I am just going to town on this gorgeous cock. I'm deep throating it. I'm like letting myself tear up. I mean, the whole nine yards, so hot. And then he was like, I want to come in your mouth. And I was like, I would really like for you to come in my mouth. So he stands up on the bed and I'm kneeling and I'm sucking his cock. He's face fucking me again. I have my legs, my arms wrapped around his legs and he, I can feel his legs start to quiver and he's making all these amazing noises. And he's like, I'm going to come. And he comes and he fills up my entire mouth. And then I kept it in my mouth, which I was very proud of myself for. I kept it all in my mouth so that we could get it on video. Uh, well, I'm interested to see all of that. Oh I haven't seen any God. of this. It was, and he tasted really good. He clearly eats a very clean diet because it tasted like almost nothing. And that's exactly how I like come to taste. Well, it was, like I said, you guys were together a long fucking time. I have not seen any of this at this point. So now, now I got to see it. So. It was fucking wild. And again, I mean, he is, I didn't expect him to be like a lazy lover or anything no, like that. No, of course not. But I also didn't expect, like the, like I said, the choking or the, you know, slapping my ass or kind of us going back and forth. You know, part of this that I'm leaving out, you'll obviously see it in the video if you want to subscribe, is there is a lot of times where I am clearly the one that's kind of in control just based on what I'm saying, right? right. Like I'm almost telling him what to do. Then he's telling me what to do. Then I'm choking him. Then he's spanking my ass. Then he's telling me he's going to come in my mouth. I mean, it was just this constant dance back and forth. And it was so hot because it kept my attention the whole time. That's really what it was. It was like there was enough going on that I never felt, I don't want to say bored because that's not the right word, but just there was never a time when I wasn't truly invested in what was happening. Well, the truth is because you kind of lost some chunks of time and you had, you told me you had to go back to the video to kind of remember some of it. That really tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, it was very much in the moment. Yeah, it wasn't like some kind of, it wasn't two hours of just mundane middle of the road sex you know that exactly. you would that, that would have been easy to recall yeah exactly yep so anyway i go and i get myself cleaned up and we're just kind of talking and laughing afterwards it was very comfortable 
I have too many good things to say about Doc to cover them in this podcast, truly. Right. Right. This is a man who, of course, and you guys can see him on social media, too. I mean, he's all over Twitter. He's definitely, his face is out there. This is a very handsome, sexy man. So there's that. But it's something more than that. His charisma and his ability to, like, draw you in and, and make you want to be around him, that's kind of special. Not that many people have that quality. No, when you have a, a certain charm, you know, you're able to... I think present yourself in a really good way. And, and those are the people I like to be around. He's, and he's just a great guy. I enjoy his company. Like I said, super upbeat, super fun and positive and never a, really a negative thing to say about anyone that I've ever heard from him. Well, and he's just, just, he's just a solid dude. And just very conscientious. He's always opening doors. And like, when I was leaving, he's like, let me walk you back down to Brian. I told him he didn't have to. He's like, absolutely not. I'm walking you down. This is just a good fucking dude. A, yeah. a guy that any hot wife would be lucky to have an experience with. Yeah, and that's kind of, I mean, we talk about that a lot, right? And and we do introduce our friends to our friends for that reason. Because if you're with us, you're hanging out with us, you're a solid fucking person or we're not fucking with you. So it's nice to be able to put very cool people together with other cool people. And, you know, Doc is obviously no exception. We know a lot of the same people, which is really nice too. Yeah. So anyway, that was my super fucking hot Hashtag podcasters gone wild experience. <laughs> well, th there was more though. So we just talked about your experience with RJ and that took place the same day you filmed and played with Doc. Right. And then you and I had sex that night. So it was a long fucking day for you and you were out of commission for two days. You were done. It was not just out of commission. I woke up the next morning and I wanted to die. I felt like someone had punched me multiple times in the cooter <laughs> that's yeah. what it felt like <laughs> yeah you were sort <laughs> like, you were like really i am dying hot. it was horrible i had to like take a warm bath i was thinking about putting ice compression on it or something. i don't know i was like anything to make me feel better i felt horrible worth it worth every minute yeah, hashtag worth it but it was a lot it, we had a very fucking long busy day full of sex and by the time it was over you're like okay i need a break i'm good yep yep it, it was great in the moment. Need, I need a second to recoup. Exactly. Yeah. So if you guys want to see all of this for yourself, it's going to be available at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. So that is the only place you're going to see the action. And I really think you're going to want to because... His and my chemistry was great. I mean, we had so much fucking fun together, and I really think that comes through. I love watching amateur porn when you can tell they genuinely enjoy the experience. Yeah, for sure. That's a big fucking deal. So I think you guys will see that. Again, OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And make sure to go check out Doc. He can be found. His podcast is called Bulls and Queens. I'll link to his OnlyFans in the show notes, too, so that you can check him out if you want. He's a very sexy man. And, of course, you can find Brian's OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash hyphen zaddy you guys keep in mind we're only a few weeks out now from the black tie affair in the denver area that we're doing in conjunction with summit villa so if you plan to be there and have not yet purchased tickets it is time and you need to do so at members.frontporchswingers.com if you're not familiar with the black tie affair basically it is a five course paired dinner with live entertainment and after dinner indulgences as well as other surprises in what can best be described described as a stunning mansion. Yeah, you do not want to miss this. I actually just finalized the menu last night. 
and I cannot wait to provide it for everybody. So make sure you head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com or if you want to come to one of our Vegas events, that's uh, all going to be on there as well. Yeah. And we are going to obviously be doing a bonus episode this week that is available exclusively for our Patreon members. We do that as a thank you for supporting the show. And if you want more information on that, you can head on over to patreon.com slash frontporchswingers. We have hours upon hours upon hours of bonus content. So if you get to the end of this and you're like, yeah, for some fucking reason, I want to hear more of Brennan and Brian. That's where you need to go. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no joke. And uh, we'll obviously be having some big pod bash news for you, I'm sure. We'll let you know how all of that went on a very upcoming episode, as well as some other fun we've been having. So make sure you tune in to us every single week. Oh, I also want to thank those of you who've done five-star reviews for us and left us little reviews on Apple Podcasts lately. We've gotten some really nice ones, and it just makes me really, really happy to see those. So I just wanted to say thank you and if you haven't yet we would love for you to support us that way if you have a couple of minutes and um other than that thank you guys so much for listening thanks everybody